Hey everybody and welcome to iZombie Radio, your source for everything iZombie related here on the DC TV Podcast Network. My name is Chris King and I'm joined by not just my two typical awesome co-hosts. I've done it again. (laughs) Just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. That was in in case anyone didn't listen to last week about Blaze cloning himself. Anyway. (laughs) uh, They missed something really good. Last yes. week. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, we are joined uh, by a special guest who I want to uh, introduce first before we get into our typical introductions. Um, you know her from the Legends of Tomorrow podcast on this network and the upcoming Titans podcast. And you should be watching her awesome YouTube reviews of comics and shows and movies and everything. Uh, her Twitter handle is at ComicUno. Kat Kalamaya. Kalamea? I must have messed it up either way. Kalamea. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. How are you tonight, Kat? I'm doing well. I'm so excited to be here and talk iZombie, because I don't get to talk about this show enough, and I love to talk to you guys, so stoked. Awesome. Well, we're so happy to have you here. We've been, been trying to have a couple guests uh, to wrap the season up. We had uh, Andy on last week, which was an interesting episode, to say the least. And uh, so we're really happy to have you here. And then uh, we also have the, the birthday boy, Mr. Sean Carpenter. Sean, how you doing tonight, man? I'm doing doing pretty good. It, it's been a pretty good day. Things in the news are good. Like, I woke up and I got a raise at work. I'm like, okay, today's a good day. <laughs> I can't. You know? That's not, that's not a bad birthday present. No. And I also have a new Guardians of the Galaxy hat that my little sister got me. So, you know what? It, it, it's a pretty great day so far. Awesome. Still got about five more hours to make it even better. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, I'm glad to hear it, dude. And, uh, hopefully, hopefully this just keeps the, the trend going, you know? Always does. Always <laughs> does. And Blaze... You're here as well, I guess. How are you doing? <laughs> hey, I'm a... Uh... No, I mean, very fair. Very fair thing to say compared to uh, everybody else tonight. I'm I'm good. I'm chilling, man. Same as always. Right. Same as always. All right. Sounds, sounds good. Yeah. Uh, well, glad to hear we're all doing, doing well. And uh, before we get into our episode uh, review and discussion, we actually have a little bit of news this week, guys. So, woohoo! Because um, that doesn't happen at all. Wait, what's the what's news? Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, I know, right? Well, uh, first off, we're uh, we're gonna kick it off with the fact that um, the complete third season of I Zombie will be available on both Blu-ray and DVD on uh, Tuesday, October 3rd. And if you are interested in picking it up, it obviously contains all 13 episodes from the season, and it has the bonus features are deleted scenes, and then the iZombie uh, Comic-Con panel from 2016, which Sean and I were at, and it was a good time. Um, it put us on some very interesting Twitter lists. Uh, yeah, 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 that's right. I, I, it's the I one takeaway from forgot, last year. I forgot about that. Um, I wonder if we're still on that list, to be honest. I don't I don't really want to check. Neither do I. <laughs> it, was in, it was a weird... It, people on Twitter can be weird. But, uh, but yeah, and, uh, and so, I mean, I'm a 
Blu-ray and DVD collector. I know a lot of people are just kind of on the Netflix train, which I totally understand. But I know I'll be picking this up on Blu-ray um, when it comes out this fall. Uh, thoughts thoughts from any of you guys? Will you be picking it up? Any of the special features? I mean, there's not really a ton of special features, but if any of them sound kind of cool to anybody. Um, I'm well, definitely going to try to pick it up. It's coming out on my birthday, so you listeners, guys, want to get me a nice birthday present. I All zombie. Right. <laughs> yeah, just put it on the Amazon wish list. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep, exactly. That's good to know. All right. All right. So, uh, yeah, so again, guys, that comes out um, this October, October 3rd, and uh, you can pick it up. Uh, I think the one thing I do want to make sure people know if they didn't already, because – we have this uh, the press release from from WB, so it has all the details in there. And of course, as I'm saying this, my computer freezes, so this is fun. Uh, but I do remember that it said, uh, "Here we go." So the DVD is going to be available in all stores, but if you want the Blu-ray, um, it's kind of like special made to order. So you typically just order that through Amazon. So if you're someone who would rather have the Blu-ray, less, uh, you're probably going to want to order that from Amazon. Um, information with this uh, for this week for what the uh, two-part season finale is going to be called. We brought this up uh, a couple weeks ago on the podcast, but at, this, at that point it was just kind of rumored what the title would be. So officially, uh, episode 12 of this season is titled uh, Looking for Mr. Goodbrain Part 1, and then episode 13, the season finale, is Looking for Mr. Goodbrain uh, um, Part 2. So that's the other bit of news we have. Um, any ideas, guys for what we think that could possibly mean i don't know mr goodberger <laughs> significance do we think i i think it has yeah. to have some type of significance no clue i'm i'm in the dark about this yeah yeah, I'm. I'm really curious. Uh, I think. I, I mean, with everything going on with Silmar Graves, I think. Me, who knows? Maybe Mr. Goodbrain somehow refers to Chase Graves. I mean, again, it's just a. It's a fun title, but I'm not really sure what it means either. I'm excited to find out, and uh, I'm sure we can kind of discuss it more when we get into the uh, the spoiler section later this episode. We got some photos from both uh, from the two final episodes of the season and the hilarious promo for uh for next week too so um, oh can, god yeah yeah in case you know <laughs> for all those who want to stay completely completely spoiler free um we will uh we will save that for later and we'll make sure to give you guys a, a spoiler warning but uh without further ado that's gonna wrap it up guys kind of some brief news but still some some exciting news uh for sure but we're gonna get right into it for our discussion of this week's episode um, so this is season three, episode eleven, conspiracy weary. Which, uh, you know, brief description of the episode. It, you know, Liv eats the brain of Bo Johns. Um, she's joined by Blaine and uh, and Don E in eating that brain, which leads to some really fun conversations that I'm sure we'll uh, we'll touch upon. And uh, and yeah, it leads to. What I thought was a really a really good episode with a lot of stuff to chew on and a lot of twists and turns at the end. Um, but Sean, since it is your birthday, my friend, let us start with you. Kind of, what are your overall thoughts on this episode? 
and if there's a specific thing that that kind of stuck out to you i i liked this episode i mean i feel bad for what happens towards the end of the episode and it sort of ties into our spoiler talk for next week because it sort of changes everything um but i mean it was just interesting seeing the conspiracy brain because like this was bound to happen at some point in time and this is coming right after the brain we had last week with weckler and it's really actually a pretty smooth transition between the two brains because both brains are very similar in that aspect he sees dead people the other one thinks the government's after him you know kind of similar cognitive dissonance in a sense no for sure they're definitely in that kind of same area you know on the on the on the brain spectrum if you will uh you know, similar to how, you know, the optimism brain from season two was similar to the uh, the uh, life guru brain from this season. Uh, so I totally get what you're saying there. Um, yeah, it was it was a smooth transition. I definitely think it led to what I liked was how it kind of put live in the mind frame to kind of solve some of these mysteries from the season, um, which I think we can get into those uh, those specifics in a in a bit. But uh but Kat, how about you? What did you kind of think of this episode overall? And was there a moment or a storyline in particular that really kind of grabbed you? Yeah, this was a fun episode um, and a fun brain because we get to see not just Liv have this brain, but Donnie and um, Blaine also. Uh, so I love that moment where all three of them have the vision. So I thought that was cool. Um, but since we're getting closer to the end, you really see a lot of the stories weaving together. Um, and obviously the ending is, you know, a big shock moment. Um, but I liked how they weaved in Liv's brain that she's, you know, paranoid. And then you have Peyton still dealing with that um, case and then that um, the kids, the zombies. So, yeah, there's a lot of cool storylines, not just for Liv, but every single character. And that's something I really appreciated in this episode. No, I 100% agree. I loved how, you know, Clive, Payton, and Liv are really at the center of all these kind of different conspiracies, whether it's, you know, who killed uh, who killed Wally and his family or everything going on with, uh, with Baracus and the Weckler case. Um, I did love that they were kind of at the ground zero of all this, kind of trying to, you know, connect all the dots. That scene with Liv and Payton specifically after they kind of uh, – after, after they vote for Baracus and they – sort of tie him to um, to the Weckler case, I thought was really was really good and pretty satisfying. Uh, but uh, but Blaze, how about you, my man? What uh, what were your thoughts overall? Uh, I definitely agree with what you were saying, Kat, about how I'm just so excited to see all of the stories coming together. Um, and I'm really happy that they were able to tie Peyton like right back into things recently like, with pretty much one episode, or at least I guess the past couple with how it's been building up. But I like that, you know, I feel like she's again going to be a valuable part of this team going forward and really going to be able to add insight. You know, we saw her um, get the car, get the SD card and everything. And, uh, and I think that it's nice to, I don't know, it feels like this season has done a great job of building towards something massive and um, 
I don't know. I think that we're definitely, clearly we're going to get, as we've been discussing, significant changes to the show after this. But um, I think they're really doing a good job of just bringing everything together. So last night that was... um, that was definitely what I enjoyed the most. I think that that's really nice, and uh, and even even with Major, um, they sort have they sort of have again slid him back into being more of a part of things. Um, so yeah, no, it's uh, I think we're in for a wild ride at this point. No, for sure, and I I like what you said about Major there, Blaze, uh, because um, after everything he goes through in this episode. Uh, he he does go right back to Fillmore Graves at the end. And yeah, I, I love that scene. Same. Not and... even not even like them celebrate, you know, um, with their whole party and singing and dancing, but just seeing after what happens, seeing him pull up there and get out of the car, and once again, it's just the one place that he knows he can go and have this sort of brotherhood and have this family. So. Definitely, and it's gonna it sets up an interesting conflict because I don't know about you guys, but we Wally's Wally and his family's murder. So we've kind of uh, speculated on it this this whole season, but it Fillmore Graves is the culprit. Mm-hmm. I, does anyone have any other theories, or like, do you guys agree, or? No, I think they're. I mean, I think they're pretty much shaping up to. You know what we've, like you said, what we suspected in that, like Fillmore Graves is sort of behind all of this, or not even Fillmore Graves, but Chase Graves. And you know, he clearly, I think at this point, it's clear he is really playing this. Uh, this card game of how to strategically have zombies be discovered um, without it coming back onto him, and uh, so he can be the retaliator, I guess. It's a good theory. Yeah. Kind of seems like all we have at this point, unless for some strange reason they decide to add in yet another element into this show Mm -hmm. this close to the end of the season, which I mean could be a possibility only in the sense that this might carry over into the next season. But at the same time, I just don't see it happening. Like I see it being more so what we have right now, like with it being more than likely Fillmore Graves. Well, especially with a Rob Thomas show, he usually, you know, wraps everything up in one season and goes to the next mystery in the next season. So I wouldn't, I don't think this would go into the next season, but I mean, I guess you never know. No, agreed. And I I feel like there's just too many signs at this point, even like in last night's episode, how Justin somehow so easily finds the weapons uh, that were, respon- were apparently responsible for both the assassination attempt on Baracus and the murder of the families. Um, like, all of a sudden, he's just like, oh, they were in Harley's truck. And it's just like, that seems way too easy. And Chase Graves was right there when it was happening. 
Uh, and then it would make sense because of his connection with his connection to Baracus in a way like both of these big kind of conspiracies would be able to be tied together with one main culprit kind of pulling the strings. Mm-hmm. Um, and plus I feel like you don't get Jason Doring on your show unless he's going to play. That's what I was just thinking. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's sort of typecasted into that role, so. Yeah, I mean, not even necessarily that he's evil, but, like, just the fact that, like, you know, he's a name actor, especially coming from another Rob Thomas show, you know, coming from Veronica Mars. Like, I feel like if they were going to bring him on, it wasn't going to be just for, like, a one-off episode. It was going to be for a kind of big arc like this. And I don't see how Chase Graves really fits into the show unless he's the unless he's the villain. Um, although it does seem like, and I don't know if anyone else is picking up on this, like, it seems like he has some type of weird, in, like, interest in Liv. I don't know if it's an attraction, but even last night I kind of noticed it when Blaine and him meet, and he kind of waves Blaine right off, and is almost like, not not flirting with Liv necessarily, but he, I, I'm pretty sure he cracked a joke or two, and it was just like a different kind of side to him, which I thought was very... Very interesting because we saw that in the episode where they first met too, where he complimented her on her dress. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I there's definitely going something going on there. Um, hopefully, he'll find out this season if uh, if he is attracted to Liv or or maybe there's another reason. Maybe they I don't know. Maybe there's some sort of mystery behind that too. Why he he likes Liv? He could just be really intrigued by the fact that she has sort of been more active with her zombie abilities as opposed to all and these her other zombies too, maybe yeah i think that and even just her her um almost like natural trust in humans because i feel like i feel like everybody in the show whether it's you know harley compared to chase they're all like that Oh, like, you know, they're not human, but Liv has been very fortunate and probably one of the few zombies to, you know, have this understanding of a group of people around her um, and to, like, have somebody like Ravi from the start that she has learned to trust and everything and now even Clive, like a cop. Um, so I don't know. I, th- I feel like he, sh- Liv just is a very foreign type of scenario and sort of her, like, I guess we all call it like her zombie upbringing has been <laughs> so much different, you know, compared to what a lot of these people have uh, experienced in a way. So I don't know. I feel like he, I feel like he loves her, uh, her like trust in humans or her belief in them. Definitely. And like, I like how, how you guys put it all because it's almost like it's, Maybe it's not an attraction, but it's a fascination, you know, like it's exactly. almost it's this rare kind of case that he's never seen before. So he's like, huh, like what makes this girl tick kind of differently than, you know, the other the other people at Fillmore Graves or the other zombies I've encountered. Um, and I just also love too how he blames like trying to make like the, the smooth introduction to him. and He could not be any less interested <laughs> Um, although I could see if, if Chase is, is revealed to be the villain and it's kind of that choice again, right? Which has been the choice for most of the season, zombies or humans. 
I could see an interesting partnership forming there. Um, because you know Blaine's always going to go Team Z no matter what. Uh, especially now that he's back to being a zombie. He was, like, born to be a zombie in a lot of ways. That and, you know, he kind of has the brain business locked down. Very so true. he... It's the most profitable business that he can be in. So always being on Team Z means he's always got cash flowing in. And, and I mean, if we can even... I mean, we can talk about the ending of the episode, and we'll get into to, to Ravi being an idiot in a second. But, uh... But, <laughs> but uh... Oh, Ravi. But, uh... And I say that with love, because I love Ravi. But, um... But now that it looks like zomb- like the Discovery Day might be here because you know it's it's one thing to wave off a bunch of you know a bunch of goons filming something online, but it's in a paper that's a clear picture of live. So with Discovery Day potentially being here, who knows? Maybe Blaine, you know, for the Zombie Island, right? That they're planning. Maybe Blaine's like, all right, like. I'm your I, I'm your brain supplier for that, you know. They could strike up a deal that way. Who who knows? There's there's a lot of possibilities there for sure. I think that yeah, I think you're onto something there with just. I think right now, Blaine is the best immediate source for a mass quantity of brains. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think that, and I think that, like you said, even though it's it was so funny to see how uninterested um chase graves was upon meeting blaine i think that yeah between one blaine's snaky ability to you know manipulate people and also just uh kind of talk big game and talk his way into certain situations um i think he'll know and pick up to to play on that with chase and uh and like we said, I think, you know, we've talked about how we th- this is this is probably going to be one of the most interesting dynamics that the show has because we're seeing two very calculated people just in kind of different ways or different mindsets. And um so yeah, I think that he's going to present it to him and like, "Hey, you know, when this uh when it hits the fan, I'm your guy." Uh that's that's definitely Definitely a, a good theory there, Blaze. I could totally totally see that happening. And I don't know. I'm really I'm really curious to see their if kind of any relationship between them develops in these last two episodes because uh if Chase Graves is the is kind of revealed to be the big bad, I'm not sure if he's making it out of this season or not. True. So. We'll have to see. Um but it would be interesting to see that dynamic though, because Blaine they they are both calculated, but I think Blaine's more of a people person, so that's that'd be kind of interesting <laughs> to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Blaine, uh, Blaine's Blaine's like the face of the company. Chase is the the guy behind the scenes getting everything done. Exactly. Um, not for sure, and I think that's what makes them future interactions between them so funny because Blaine, you know, Chase is such a guy of few words, and Blaine, you can't shut him up. And uh, it's going to be, oh, man, because even even when uh, even in that hilarious scene, which I love when uh, him, Donnie and Liv are, are all eating the brain of uh, of Bo 
and you know they cheer her when she comes in. it's like hey and then and then blaine afterwards is just like this is nice we should we should make this a weekly thing and uh <laughs> that, that was that was it's just again one of those things where it's just you know blaine's always got a quip or a joke or a line for somebody and uh it's it's nice to you know it's nice to see another person you know in Chase Graves where that doesn't really work on, um, and yeah it will be uh it'll be really interesting to see I hope again I'm I'm hoping we get a lot of them in these next two episodes and then possibly I'm hoping Chase you know lives on to next season if only to see more of them on screen together, um, but yeah but let's uh let's get into the reason for uh the potential Discovery Day. Oh, Ravi. Ravi placing his trace, uh, his trace, wow, his trust into the wrong person. A jur- uh, and he, he knew she was a journalist, too, right? Like, it was, oh, I take pictures or something. So it's like, <laughs> he didn't connect it. <laughs> no, I, exactly. Yeah, he didn't even, yeah, I, uh, I, I put up a poll last night, um, on, on iZombie Radio saying, uh, who is having worse romantic luck tonight, Major or Ravi? And the results came in. You guys picked Ravi by 58%, uh, 58% to 42%. Uh, that's fine and true with I, I with uh, with that outcome. Like, yeah, Ravi, I guess technically is in the worst situation. But man, he his stuff, his his mistakes are all self like his pain's all self inflicted though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Major Major just was like. Oh wow, a, like a pretty girl that actually wants to get to know me. Like I'm, you know, no one ever wants to talk to me. This is kind of cool and exciting. And he let his guard down. And then when he found out about Shauna, he I think took the appropriate action. Whereas Robbie's just like, hey, you know what? You already know a little bit about zombies. Let me tell you this whole story. And well, hopefully he'll learn from this. <laughs> I I hope so. <laughs> Oh, I mean, right there at the end of the episode, it looked like he learned his lesson. Oh, yeah, like, definitely. Although it kind the... of feels like a Bigfoot moment. Like, will people believe it? You know, it's <laughs> just like, it looked like one of those covers that, like, oh, this is fake. Yeah, right. But we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, but... what, what, what was the paper? Do we know what the paper yeah, was? Yeah, that's what I was curious about. Because at first I thought it was like a college, like, paper or something. But then... Well, and I also want to know, just like how Cat brought up, like, which which yeah. editor is okaying this to be published, mm-hmm. you know? It's that like, editor seemed like it was cool. Well, he thought everything was cool. He's like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. That, that's good, too. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's the nicest editor. Oh, uh, Chaos ever Killer seen. selling shirts? You know my size. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm a large, I'm a large. Uh, Someone who's by the way, itching for I'm, national I'm, acclaim. I am going to try and make a killer abs t-shirt with that picture on it in real that's life. amazing do it that's for my, comic-con man. that's my goal before we go into the, cosplay. Uh, before we go into the press room please <laughs> i will yeah uh yeah and, and blaze i'm i'm a large as well so if you want to make it um well you have been my editor so <laughs> it works it works out um <laughs> But uh, but overall, what are your guys' thoughts on the on the Rachel reveal? Because I know Blaze, you, Sean, and I last week were speculating, even potentially her being 
you know, an FBI agent or another cop. And so the fact that she's a reporter, was that, was that, a uh, was that interesting to you guys and, and Kat as well? Like, what did you actually, I want to get Kat's opinion first because we haven't even talked to her about this. When you first met Rachel, like I know you were binging the episodes, but did you think something was fishy about her? Oh yeah, like, totally. Um, yeah. at first, like when she was first introduced, I'm like, is she a zombie? I feel like that would be cool. But then obviously the whole Peyton storyline with the, the little girl happened. So that was like the zombie reveal type thing this season. Um, but once she said photographs, like I kind of already figured she was a journalist when Robbie was saying that story. So that wasn't a big surprise to me when, when that happened in the end. But I kind of like your theory more. Like, I think a cop would have been more interesting. But there's so many cops on the show, so they probably have to give a, a different occupation to this character. But she's definitely interesting. But once again, it's like, will people actually trust this newspaper? Because it's not it, – it didn't feel like, you know, a New York Times – it wasn't like Seattle Times, you know? It didn't say that. It was like – it was like – a college paper it seemed like everyone was really young so i wonder if there's going to even be any credibility to this article right away oh, for sure um i yeah we i really like the fbi agent theory because we were talking about it connecting somehow to basio um well i think that, go ahead yeah i still think i said this to you chris but i still oh, think yeah you did running with that like that theory from our discussion i still think maybe the end as we'll get into later but i still think this is i think bazio is the only, one of the few people who will immediately identify that as live like if she oh sees yeah that, i can see that and i think mm -hmm. that and i think that's how she comes back into it so that was the what immediately jumped into my head was that like i think that you know it's not like people know live she can put on the rose mciver uh costume and get by but you know bazio is somebody who sort of interacted with Liv on a personal level or at least you know through clive and like well yeah i even thought about someone like kavanaugh right who's yep, interacted yeah. with her a lot exactly uh, and we've seen not a ton of kavanaugh this season but but enough where i feel like something like that could mm -hmm. happen where where and we'll, we can discuss theories more um, when we get to talking about the promo and everything for next week. But where maybe some you know at some point next week he makes a comment like "Liv, this kind of looks like you" or or whatever. And it also means because of the fact that she's in full on zombie mode in that photo, she's got to be totally like a hundred percent even more careful now about turning that on because. Mm -hmm. If anyone, you know, with this photo in their mind, if anyone even gets a glimpse of it, they're not going to, you know, some type of, oh, I had some type of, like, rage blackout or some type of allergic allergic reaction. Like, whatever. Like, there's no excuse that's going to that's gonna be okay now from now on. And uh, going back to why Ravi told the girl, I think maybe because what we were talking about earlier is that Ravi sees so many humans that trust live. So it's just like maybe he thought, oh, Every human will trust Liv, except those crazy people that were trying to trap zombies, you know? But everyone else would be cool. So I think maybe that's why Robbie told her, because he, he's also kind of like Liv, where they, they kind of trust trust people a little bit too much. No, for sure. And I'd also argue, too, that it's it has to do with a similar factor to Major, where, I mean, again, self-inflicted with how things went down with Peyton, but I, Robbie's been pretty, like, kind of lonely and beaten down this season in a lot of ways, and 
He also just went through such an ordeal with Donnie and uh, the zombie truthers that I think the idea of of one providing someone else with comfort, but two kind of giving himself an outlet to talk to, I think was very appealing there. Um, when I when I call him an idiot, I'm I'm joking in a way because like you know I I can't blame the guy for trusting somebody, but it just it just seemed we don't and we don't know exactly to the extent of what he told her yet. I'm hoping that will the exact details will will be revealed next week. But if he told her like, hey, like I work with a zombie or something along those lines, that's when I'm like, all right, man, now now you're mm-hmm. now now you're affecting Liv's life, you know? Because he could just be seen as like a crazy, just as crazy as Harley. Yeah. Until yeah. he goes that extra step and gets personal with his story. Exactly. Exactly. So that's what I'm curious about. How personal did he get? Um, and uh, we'll have to see what what exactly is in the article next week to see. Um, but, but moving on, because we've we've mentioned Major, what did you guys think about the whole Shauna storyline and how how that went down? Didn't trust her at all from the very beginning. I want to know what she did wrong. Like, because okay. I <laughs> yes. like why. What did she do wrong as a person? Okay, yeah, I think that I actually, like, feel legitimately bad for Major. Because, again, this is just, like, string of unfortunate events for Major. Like, yeah, she... I legitimately believe that she was trying to help him. But she's just crazy. And it's just... It's, and, it's, like... I don't know, go it's ahead. Not, no, no, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't... I mean, I crazy, I think, is, uh like, a little... A little harsh, although there's yeah, no, exactly. That's fair too. There, there's definitely a uh, fan. I'm trying to look it up here who agrees with you. Who tweeted at us last night something along the lines of, uh, uh, something along the lines of like Major's new girlfriend is going to like kidnap him and kill him. Which I, <laughs> I'd be interesting. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here we go. I'll, I'll shout out to you. Uh, so scan, scanner drone, scanner drone mag. Oh wow. Okay. So this is a whole. Uh, this is a whole like online magazine thing, so I, I don't know if they listen, but if you do, we appreciate it. Anyway, they yeah they they tweeted at us. Major's love interest may kidnap or kill him. Um, I don't think she'd go that far. I think basically you're just making I, shirts right would, now. That would escalate <laughs> so quickly. I, yeah. Plus, I think after last season, we had enough kidnapping potentially kill, <laughs> uh, especially especially involving Major. Uh, but um. But no, but I, I think her heart was in the right place. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it, to me, even too, like, the photos and videos weren't so bad. It was the fact that she put up, like, the, the texts. private texts. That's where I'm like... Come on now, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, I thought that was a bridge too far, a step too far there. She but. still dedicated a whole blog to him, which was kind of yeah, strange. Right. <laughs> And I feel like it's just such a Red shame because I feel like it's just like you said, her heart's in the right place, and it's not like she like she definitely went too far, but um, yeah, it's just like clearly it was too fast. Like I think that major it, clearly Two days. just yeah, clearly this is just not something that he was ready for, and he wasn't ready to necessarily face. Like she was ba- barely able to get him out of the house, you know, and. uh and even that, it's like kind of baby steps in this uh, almost like 
it almost seems like rehabilitation for Major. Like he's learning how to kind of he's trying to find a way to merge back into society as a whole. He's trying to learn how to walk again, and uh, and she just kind of like it's like all right, training wheels off, buddy. Yeah, she definitely tried to move things a little too fast there, where he wasn't ready to kind of reintegrate himself into society. And, um, and I, I definitely think too, because we still don't, we still don't know what Shauna did either, right? Because she, in the letter, says that she did something and, and was in innocent. Um, and so. We still don't even know what that was, which I find interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm curious if we're, if we're going to see her again or not, because when she makes the shirts, that obviously has another major negative impact on Major. Um, and he now is even get he's in the public being scrutinized again and everything. So I'm not sure if this is kind of like her her last act or if we're. We're going to learn more about her. Maybe he goes back to her at some point. I don't know, but it's, I don't know. I just feel bad for Major, I guess, is all I'm trying to say. (laughs) Gotta always feel bad for Major. He's never has uh, anything good going on for him. (laughs) Seriously, the the best night he's, like, the best time he's had all season is when they thought he was going to lose all his games. Exactly. That's sad. He did get to see his mom. That was nice. But then we never saw her again, so... (laughs) <laughs> exactly it was all on that episode it's like sees his mom check uh like reunites off, with... off screen too it's like oh yeah we made up <laughs> yeah exactly reunites with Liv check like it's like all these things and it's oh yeah and now I'm human and now his all his best friends are zombies and I uh, just uh I I don't know and like as much as he wants to fit in at Fillmore Graves we like you gotta like we know that he's not going to, unfortunately, because because he's not one of them, mm-hmm. and it's it's a shame. He'd just be moved to accounting, like I've said every single time we I discuss think that's this. Safe. That's a safe bet for him. Uh, I I hope he still has a job. That's just something I'm hoping for. Mm-hmm. Like give him give some money to Major. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. be Chase Graves' personal trainer. I mean, come on. <laughs> He's I, done it before. It's on the resume. <laughs> Trainer for evil people. <laughs> and, you know, there's humans at Fillmore Graves. Are so, there, Are yes, there? The, the writer's room has confirmed it. I, I tweeted it out during the live tweet some time ago, and they commented, good catch, and then, you know. Because Vivian what? had mentioned it very early on in the season as like a throwaway line that I latched onto. But but that was also Vivian. So I don't I don't know under the new regime if uh, Filmer Graves is in the business of hiring humans. Well, I think he, I think they know he major kept the human ones. though. That's what what's her name? The lead of uh, of the group knows that Major's human pretty much, and he's still there. So well, no, Ch- Chase Graves doesn't know. No, not I meant the the woman. I, I forget her name. Uh, Viv- yeah, but Vivian died a couple episodes ago. In the uh, but still didn't fire, but still didn't fire him at that time before she died. <laughs> true, true. I just think though that like she was more sympathetic to humans in general, whereas you know Chase Graves has a very like because even if you go back to what Chase said to Liv 
um, about Clive in, I guess this was two episodes ago now at the party for Baracus. And, you know, when she's like, you let this cop know about us, you know, and you were cases with him and everything like that. Like you exposed our race or our, you know, the zombie kind to him. Um, he's, he's really not happy about it. So I, I just, I don't see him as the type being like, Hey, let's let more humans in. And, you know, knowing about zombies or being around us, he just doesn't, I don't know. I think it's more of, he's keeping the current staff. He's no, no longer hiring any new humans, but he's trying to like, he wouldn't just outright fire them or even kill them for that matter, because that would just look bad on him. As a leader, killing his own people, even if they're not zombies. He did shoot Justin in the gut twice for uh, stealing the the Supermax. But he couldn't die, so... (laughs) But, but, you know, Justin was in the wrong in that case. All right, I think you guys are giving him too much credit, but I think... I think Unless Chase, it says otherwise, I'm still going to go with there's still humans there. I, I, I'm i thinking Chase Graves is going to find out that Major's human in these last couple episodes, and it's going to it's gonna cause, I don't know, I feel like it's going to cause some issues, but I'm... Uh, Major to become a zombie again? Uh, Maybe. That would fix the, the him and Liv romance. That'd be angle. quick. That'd be like, mm-hmm. he just he just turned into a human again. <laughs> But I guess um, so did Blaine. I mean, Blaine became a zombie pretty quickly. I think yes. we're gonna all lose track. Like, who's a zombie? Who's not at this point? <laughs> right. Well, and I, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like Blaine revels and enjoys being a zombie, whereas Major was like, uh, I I'm not really a fan of this lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, I felt like it was like a whatever too, though. It wasn't like he hated it. I feel like it was like a. Uh, what can you it, do? I'm, I'm alive. <laughs> it yeah. gave him purpose. It gave him once teenage, again. It gave him teenage girl brain, so that was a lot of fun. Which is still by far the best major brain this entire season. One hundred percent. One of my favorite well, episodes of this season. I mean there's that and Zumba instructor brain. Like I ah. I wanted a whole episode with Zumba Instructor Brain, but <laughs> we 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 die we digress. Um yeah, uh, and then, so, at the end, one of the other things I wanted to just mention uh, here to make sure that we, we touch upon is uh, Harley at the end of the episode. Um, so, it's revealed that he obviously is not the person that killed Wally and his family, and then uh, Clive shoots him, and then he wakes up and he's a zombie, and... The question is, like, do you guys think he was just scratched during the whole altercation? Do you think someone turned him after that? Like, what? Because, again, maybe I'm just, maybe I had some conspiracy theorist brain and I'm going all crazy with my theories. But, uh, but I feel like, I don't know, I feel like Fillmore Graves somehow got to him or did something, you know, that they're responsible for. I was like, I don't even believe that Harley was the one who set up all those, uh, the bombs that killed the Fillmore Graves people um, when they came to check his cabin. I, I don't know. I'm I'm really thinking they're behind absolutely everything. It's an inside job. It's, yeah. I do think Harley got scratched, though, in the altercation, because that's what it looked like. It looked like just a really bad scratch mark. 
True. So, but I would also argue like any. I feel like I feel like either is more than plausible because I think you could even argue that. Okay, maybe again, if it is Chase Graves and everything, he's gonna be pretty pissed off at a guy like Harley, and he's gonna, you know, this is almost torture for a guy like Harley to become what he was so, you know, what he hates, and uh, and you know, again, even someone like Chase Graves would probably take that extra little step and be like, oh, you know, like, well, I'll make sure you have something to remember me by and get, and make sure that how how he scratches him or how he turns him is, like, in a nasty way or with a nasty mark. Yeah, and, I, I mean, tell me if I'm going too far down the rabbit hole here, but even, Never. like, Harley somehow knew that they had, like, the tracker and the listening device on him. What if Chase Graves has been his inside man this whole time? Dun, dun, dun. I don't know if he, he didn't see him, so, because mm-hmm. he came after, so you never know. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. I, uh, I don't know. I feel like. Maybe... I think it makes sense. He's talking to someone, so who else would he talk to? It's pretty much just him. I, mean, I don't think there's any other options. His dead brother, maybe. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, yeah. To be completely honest, I was even half, ex- I wouldn't have been shocked last night if when, Liv and Clive had an, entered the initial, um, like, abandoned cabin to see, like, a picture of, like, Harley with them or some sh- some stuff like that. I don't know. <laughs> nice save. Um... <laughs> I mean, Andy told us it was okay, but... Well, after after the conversation with Andy last week, yeah, it's, uh... Oh, jeez. Yeah, we don't need... But, we don't need but to... regardless, I don't know, like, I, I was even... He texted me about it and screenshotted it and is saving it for a future date. Interesting. But anyway, please. Okay. Um, I'm not okay with this. Okay, moving on. Yeah, but I, I, I'm kind of with you. I think that I think this is so calculated and has been for a while, and I think it's all going to come out. And, you know, Vivian's, uh, I think that, I think he killed his sister because he didn't think she was doing enough or he didn't think she was preparing um, well enough. And I think he has been ahead of the curve because, like I said, he wants this to happen, but he doesn't, you know, he but zo- he knows that zombies can't be the aggressors. It can't come out as, oh, like, zombies killed 50 humans, you know? He knows that it has to be the humans, and he can be the one to react. That's a good point, and... It also makes sense, too, right? If they think Discovery Day is inevitable, inevitable then maybe... They'd rather have control of it. Exactly. Took the words right out of my mouth. Um, yeah. Man. Really curious. And then one, one last question about that situation I have for you guys. Do you think we're going to see kind of any um, effect on Clive for shooting Harley? In next week's episode because there's that moment there where he's like are you telling me i just shot and killed an innocent man he's not too innocent though i, I hope five <laughs> in the end's like oh yeah but he wasn't that innocent of a person he did kidnap all these people and um maybe he didn't kill wally but he's done a lot of other stuff so i'm hoping it'll be quickly resolved by the end but you could definitely see they're gonna touch upon it i think next episode in, in some sort of way 
threatening the medical examiner, is that a punishable offense? Yeah, well, yeah, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. The dude's definitely, definitely deserves to be in jail. I just, we know that Clive has a very strict moral code for the most part, so. Um, but I, I agree with the, Kat saying, oh, go ahead, Blaze. Well, the other thing is, I mean, it's not like, again, it's not like he just was like, screw you, Harley, and shoots at him. You know, he, Harley pulls the gun first. I, I agree. Like, I agree. I, <laughs> it's all for defense, really. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was actually kind of shocked that Clive said something along those lines at all. Um, and again, maybe that's just because he's so hellbent on, you know, getting justice for Wally and everything. And um, But I don't know. I was kind of like, dude, what? what? Like, that yeah, dude just, was... like, what? You wish I, you didn't shoot the guy who would have kept shooting at you? It was, uh... It was a Star Wars special edition moment instead of a Star Wars original cut. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Harley shot. Hashtag Harley shot first. Um, but uh, yeah, I I'm hoping he doesn't he doesn't beat himself up too much about it because I I don't know I don't like to see Clive down and uh, I feel like he's gonna have some pretty heavy emotional stuff in these last couple episodes anyway because Bazio's got to return. You can't have Bazio in just one scene in the season and not have her come back in any way. But we uh we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. Um but uh before we kind of wrap up the discussion of the episode, is there anything else that um any of you three wanted to to touch upon? I did get the name of the newspaper. Okay. Uh, what's the name? It is the 206 Weekly Seattle's Alt News. Oh, at least it has Seattle in it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but it's it's the same version. It's like the Seattle version of like the National Enquirer. That's what I thought. It seemed like a Bigfoot head headline. And again, that editor was just like, "Go for it, go for it, go for it." <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I got most of the article as well because Ravi did like open it up and read it. There's a bit cut off on the front page as well as the article itself, but it's I sent it to all three of you. So okay, cool. Um, Feel free to go through that as you'd like. We will try to check it out here. Uh, can I zoom in on this? All right. Try. I yeah, I opened it up on the CW app while you guys were talking about it. Hence why I was quiet and like trying to get through all the dang ad rolls just to get to it before we ended the discussion on it. Got you. Trying to read this is going to be tough right now, but the zombies, yeah. zombies are a real headline. Okay, nice. All right, yeah. Well, then yeah, this is. I was gonna say yeah, because this editor, because like I'm thinking back to like to like you know to Smallville or even like the super some of the Superman movies where like you know if, even if it's not Perry White, like Lois's editor was always like. Uh, aliens, Miss Lane, or like this, like ah, no, you can't, can't publish that here. Or um, even with Chloe in Smallville too. Any Smallville watchers out there know what I'm talking about. Uh, when I she do. Tried... Yes, thank you, Cat. Thank you. When she would try to publish stuff in the Torch, and <laughs> um... and that's like her high school paper too. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, because that's what was really weird. Was like, oh yeah, zombies. That, that makes sense. I was watching that stream. It looked awesome. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah 
Definitely. Oh man. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Maybe this paper has the same legitimacy as the the papers in Riverdale, where <laughs> Betty. Betty's Betty, Betty's mom can write about whatever the heck she wants. Let's just hope a brick doesn't get uh, thrown in their window. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but one last thing I just I do want to touch upon. Um, it's, uh, it's you know kind of a surface levely thing, but I just want to give the show credit because I thought that opening like action sequence was really was really awesome, pretty kick ass, um, and I loved seeing Cl- uh, I almost said Clive and Liv, Liv and Blaine in full on uh, zombie mode. That was and a, teaming up in general was pretty cool. Hundred percent agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I like that it was different than like kind of what we've seen before or like even what we saw in the season two finale. Cause with the season two finale, you know, it's, it's them fighting with guns and other weapons. Whereas this, this time it's literally them just going full rage mode, like throwing people across the room. And, uh, I thought, I don't know. I thought it was a lot of fun and, uh, it kept up the excitement from the end of last week's episode really well. I thought. Yeah. They worked on that cliffhanger. Well, cause obviously we knew Ravi wasn't going to die, but <laughs> I don't know. Tell that to Andy. He was actually concerned last week. Really? No, Robbie wasn't. <laughs> Robbie was not going to die. You just have to see it. The, the cliffhanger is more of like, how do you get out of that situation? than like, oh, he's going to die. Well, exactly. Andy just worries about Robbie all the time. Like, oh, I will okay. get random messages from him like, is Robbie going to be OK? And I'm like, yeah, he's a lead character. You're fine. Yeah, yeah I saw yeah. the I don't see them killing off. Either for the the four main characters, like it just well five main characters. They don't. It just doesn't seem like that type of show that would do that. Major, Peyton, Robbie, Liv, and Clyde. I don't see them any of them dying. At least yeah, right the, now. The the only one who's got a chance is Blaine, just because he's like, just because of how villainous he is. Like yeah, you know, I can like, see him dying, and but then he comes back either way. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, it's more of, like, I, I just don't see those five dying. Unless, like, um, Ali Mishaka, like, has to do something else on another show. Like, that's the only time I could, like, see Peyton dying or something. But, yeah, yeah. yeah, it would be weird to not have that Scooby gang in the show. That's what makes it more <laughs> than, like, this weird cliffhanger of someone dying. No, definitely. For for sure. I, I did love, I think, I forget if it was on his Twitter or Instagram, but Rahul uh, kind of tweeted something like that where he was like, uh... He's like, tune in tonight to see, like, my last moments on iZombie or, or something like that. Or to see whether I live or die. Like, I only have one second left. It was something really, like, kind of funny and ridiculous. Yeah, it was so obvious that they, they would not kill off that character. Especially in a in an episode that's not of season finale. Yeah, right? Exactly. Like, no one's, no, you know, unless you're Liv's boyfriend, you're safe. Uh, it's pretty much the shit. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, even Major has died mm-hmm. that's why major won't get back with live it has nothing to do with the zombiness it's all about him not wanting to die again <laughs> exactly like i know what's happened i know what happened to your last couple boyfriends olivia i'm uh i'm good see that other guy the 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 military guy's gotta watch out he's he might die next come on i just want him to survive this season justin just, i think he's say i thought they 
they said they won't kill him off, um, but that's why I'm feeling again with Fillmore Graves, like that they're going to be revealed to be something more sinister, and then Justin's going to align himself with them, and that's what's going to cause him and mm-hmm. Liv to break up. Because they're way too freaking happy for this show right now. <laughs> um, they are. As much as we would like to see Liv happy, but not going to happen. <laughs> yep, not not going to happen until at least the end of the show. And uh, also, this is exactly what Rahul tweeted. He tweeted out the photo of of Harley with the gun to Robbie's head, and he goes, we're one bullet away from me being unemployed. My professional fate will be decided this Tuesday, <laughs> uh, which I thought was was really funny. Um, I love how he just, like, the way he promotes the show is great. great. Uh, oh, I love his tweets. They're they're awesome. They're, they're, they're the best. Um, and I, uh, him and him and Rose's interactions on Twitter, too, are just fantastic. Um uh, but yeah, all right, then uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for our episode discussion, guys, for uh, Season 3, Episode 11, uh, Conspiracy Weary. Um, so we're going to head into our you know, somewhat spoilery discussion, mainly just previewing the, the uh, next week's episode and the finale with the f- uh, photos and the promo. So if you, uh, if you don't want um, any... Any type of uh, spoilers headed your way. This is your uh, this is your kind of notice to turn off the episode. Yeah, turn off the episode. We appreciate the listen and we appreciate the subscription and check back in with us next week. Um, But yeah, we're gonna get into it. Well, first of all, I want to give a shout out to um, Blue Girl Seven One Eight who tweet who follows us on Twitter and tweeted at us after the promo came out, because I tweeted about how hilarious the promo for next week's episode looked, and she goes, next week's episode is already my favorite episode ever. Um, And I have to say, judging by this promo, you guys, it might be my favorite episode ever, too. It's definitely going to be one of the most awkward episodes. It looks interesting, definitely. (laughs) And I can't wait. Yeah, I... I just, I even rewatching the the promo tonight. Just that line at the end from Robbie too, saying like, uh, like well, I forget exactly how he says it, but like, get over it. We bang, uh, we brain banged or something like that. Like, it's such a good line. It's it's up there with Donnie's uh, three way line from this week. Like, oh, that was great. <laughs> um, it's also interesting that um, Liv is um, dressed up as her her normal self. So I, I I'm curious how. She's going to kind of realize she she needs to change, and if this is gonna be like an official thing, or is it just gonna be for this episode? No, nah, for for sure, yeah, she's going she's going back into the uh, the actual Rose MacGyver look, which I'm sure Rose was happy that she didn't have to wear the wig and the makeup <laughs> and everything. Yes. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's gonna be interesting because I'm I'm glad the show is doing that because it just shows again like. We're not going to treat the characters on their show like idiots, you know, like people who work with Liv or even see Liv at the precinct are going to be like, hey, this photo kind of looks like you. Um, so the fact that she's got a, you know, she's got a tan and die like the rest of them um, is uh, is definitely going to be kind of fun to see. And uh, and sorry, my God, I'm just like I freeze framed on a particular shot of Ravi in this trailer and I am dying with laughter <laughs> this this must have this uh, must, Rahul must have had a blast filming these scenes um 
And then the other thing I want to ask you guys then with this promo. So we know the brain is of a woman uh, who Ravi slept with, and it seems pretty recent. So is it his boss from the CDC, Mm -hmm. Casey? That's what I thought. Oh, yeah. It's the only thing that makes sense because she kind of like disappeared. (laughs) Right? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking, too. She got too close. (laughs) I'm wondering if the iZombie writers were just like, okay, we need to introduce Ravi's old boss purely so he can sleep with her so we can have this brain for later in the season. Um, (laughs) I hope that's what they were thinking instead of like, oh, here's a huge plot hole. Wait, where is she? Like, where did she go? Oh, we'll just kill her off. (laughs) Yeah, right? Yeah, because I don't know if, like, the actress just wasn't around or what, but she did. She just disappeared. Um... But uh, but yeah, it definitely looks it definitely looks really entertaining. Liv's reactions to all her visions are hysterical, and that's just the trailer. So I can't can't imagine what the full episode is going to be like. I'm excited um, to see Peyton's reaction to all this because I think she's um, going to find it the most awkward. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's fantastic. Oh my god! Yeah, it's a I shame that this wasn't a blue brain. Oh, God. Ooh, oh, oh man. God. I love I, that they I, brought that in this season, though. They're always changing up the mythos. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I Same same here. And I can already see Peyton with a line, like, something like, oh, like, you, you want to compare notes or something? Like, some, like, weird. <laughs> oh, she's she's going to be sassy in this episode, and I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I can't wait. Cannot wait. Um, And then... Uh, last thing I want to mention then too is these photos from the uh, the final two episodes here. Some interesting stuff for sure. Uh, does, is there a particular photo that anyone wants to kind of dive in on? Because there's a lot. There's Major with Chase Graves. There's Chase Graves and Blaine. I think Liz- for me, it's immediately. One, Major with Chase Graves, and two, the pictures of Major and Justin after whatever the hell they're doing. Yeah. They look all dirty, you know, as if they've either been searching for something or hiding or who knows what. No, definitely. And there definitely seems to be, like, something going on with Major... um, with Major and uh, and Justin and Liv in that one scene. So I'm really curious, like, is that potentially where the breakup happens or uh, or what? But mm-hmm. Breakup is happening that soon. <laughs> <laughs> After all the fun times they've had. He's, man, he should, count, he should count himself lucky. He's still alive. That's and true. This, this might save him from a bullet in the brain. Exactly, yes. He's kind of still alive, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. To his undead life, yeah. Mostly dead. Um, and then, I mean, at least for me, the one that stands out the most, and I kind of hint, I tried not to spoil this for people in our, uh, in our, in our, uh, episode discussion, but we have photos of Balzio. Mm-hmm. She is... Oh, yeah, she, yep. She's definitely back for the finale, which makes me happy. Um, because she and Cloud need to get back together, guys. It needs to happen. It has to. Someone needs to be happy on this show. Exactly. And if it's not going to be Major, Liv, or Ravi, it's got to be either Clive or Peyton. Listen, 
you know, Game of Thrones is coming back in a little over a month. Clive needs a Game of Thrones buddy to watch his show with. Who, be- who better than Bosio, guys? Come on. He's just the two of them snuggled up on the couch watching some. I can some- see it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm really curious, though, if she's going to find out about zombies. I think, I don't know. I feel like she has to. Same. I don't see how you, like, I don't see how you bring her back and have this conflict between them and not resolve it Exactly, that way. because what happens if she comes back and she doesn't? They continue to, she clearly knows Clive will be hiding things from her, he'll get be forced into situations where it's like, Clive, why were you off in the middle of the night, or whatever, what were you lived up to? Uh, oh, you know, can't tell you. There's nothing to do with zombies. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. 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 Ex- exactly, exactly. Oh, what, Liv? No, 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 no. That's just a style choice. Um... Yeah. She was I, uh, going goth for those first two, two and a half years. She She's finally out of style. that phase. <laughs> Vampire Steve made her see the light. <laughs> Miss Vamp- Vampire Steve. Oh my god. Vampire Vampire Steve and Jimmy. The two best recurring characters from the season. <sighs> that, I'm still not over how good that D&D episode was. It was great. That was so much fun. It was it was the best, um, but uh, but yeah. Uh, any any last thoughts, guys, about these episodes? I mean, Blaze, I definitely agree with you. Like, what the hell have Major and Justin been mm-hmm. through? Because like, it looks like they just came back from like an explosion or a war zone, and uh, well, we know their job, so true. Not, not a big surprise, but. Yeah, I think with these just last two episodes, we're gonna. I think we're gonna get a lot of surprises. I, you know, that's something I always look forward to with Eye Zombie. They always have some nice twists uh, in in their episodes. So, as I'm looking to be shocked. No, I I agree with you, Kat. They always bring out the big guns for the finale. Like their finales are, like you said, always surprising. Because I think back to how. Even how season one ended, right? Which it kind of ended on a little more of like a muted note than like the cliffhanger of season two with Liv having to make that decision to help her brother. But when the, when Fillmore, or not when Fillmore, when the, uh, when the meat cute blew up and her brother was there, I still remember being like, what? We'll never know what, what that family life is like anymore. But yeah, even no. for us <laughs> watch a lot of television, sometimes like, oh, I saw that coming a million miles away. Like this show's always fresh and even for a seasoned TV watcher. Uh, agreed. They all, they're always throwing curveballs at us. And I'd, I'd say especially this season, I mean, this season's had its missteps, I would say, but like it's, it's swung for the fences pretty much every episode. Um, and I got to admire it for that, even when, you know, the twists or the, the the big moments haven't always landed. It's it's been pretty impressive to see how ambitious they've been this year. And once again, just focusing on each character, I feel like that's something that we don't get to see with every TV show. But iZombie does such a good job with, especially this season. I feel like every character had a storyline. Agreed. They've really done a nice job uh, integrating uh, Peyton into since now Allie's full time. Yeah, very happy to see that, because I always enjoyed her character a lot. Agreed, agreed. Now we just have to figure out which famous musician they're going to kill off this season. <laughs> like, Rob Thomas is off the off the table, so... <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, he he's kind of feeling a bit unwell. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hopefully whatever musician they do kill off will have awesome puns like that. <laughs> oh man. I miss I miss being able to make those puns on a regular basis. I think we had like a good three or four episodes where it was just nothing but those puns coming out of me. <sighs> I miss those days. <laughs> um but uh all right, well, awesome. Well, I guess that's going to wrap it up for us this week, guys, on iZombie Radio. Um, so why don't we tell everyone where they can find us on the interwebs. Kat, since you are our special guest, which, again, thank you so much for being on here. We're definitely going to have to have you back because definitely. it's really nice. Like, don't get me wrong, Sean Blaze, love you guys. Absolutely love you guys. But it's refreshing. Well, tread lightly, Chris. Chris tread lightly here, Chris. <clears throat> anyway, anyway. <laughs> it's, uh, I think we all three of us can agree it's, it's nice and refreshing to have um, someone different on from time to time to give their thoughts on the show. So thank you so much for being here. And uh, where can uh, where can the good people find you? Well, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Comic Uno where I post like everything. So I have tons of projects I'm doing. Uh, you can go check out my YouTube channel, Comic Uno. My group YouTube channel, Comic Frontline, where we have two podcasts. We do Media Madness, which we it's usually different days, but you can check out my Twitter what day that's going to be. We cover different TV shows, movies, and stuff like that. And then uh, Frontline Live, which is on Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, live, uh, where we talk all things comics. So you can check that out. Uh, I do the Legends Tomorrow podcast. going to be on the Titans podcast. Um, I also write for Newsarama. And you can check out my comic reviews there. I edit for the Marvel Report it's a long list. I have a comic book, like Father Like Daughter, if you want to go check that out. Issue 4 is very close to being released, so we're excited for that. Um, yeah, go check out my Twitter at Comicuno for all that information, because I post everything over there. Awesome. Well, definitely definitely be sure to check that out, guys. Cat's doing a lot of cool things, and uh, I'm a fan, so you should be a fan as well. And uh, Blaze, how about uh, how about you, man? Where everyone, where can everyone find you? You can find me at Blaze Hopkins on Twitter, um, pumping out comic reviews for the Marvel Report. Um, should be picking up some summer TV shows to review at TV Overmind. Um, I think that's it right now. As we said last week, I'm kind of in a, I'm kind of chilling right now, remembering how to breathe. <laughs> that is that, that is that, that's, that's an important thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't forget yeah no i am trying to go hard with comic reviews right now so be on the lookout for those yeah you're like you're reading like a new yeah your comic i'm you're always reading all, well you're giving me all the comic recommendations you're talking to me about rebirth and everything earlier this morning and you know I'd say you, you and Kat, you guys are the people to go to with good, uh, for good comedy. Yeah, no. If I, all right, another plug. Yeah, everything Kat said. She, <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, I pretty much like follow her for all my comic stuff. So. Aw, uh, thank you. But yeah, Blaze is doing an awesome job at uh, the Marvel Report. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of uh, everyone. Everyone who writes there, and especially uh, someone who doesn't read a ton of comics, I go to you guys for all my recommendations. So. Thank you for doing that. And uh, speaking of the Marvel Report, we have the was it pop culture editor, the birthday boy, Mr. Sean Carpenter. Tell us where th- everyone can find you. I think that's my official title. I'm not sure because I make up a new title every week when Me we talk too. about it. Me too. 
I'm like um, the executive, executive, executive comic editor. <laughs> I am the pop culture editor, but I also like am the only one who does animation stuff over there. Which it's executive animation, executive pop culture, toys, gaming. <laughs> yeah, like E3 is happening, so I gotta update some Spider-Man PS4 articles over at the Marvel Report. Uh, talk about some Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2, because I think they just announced that Lockjaw will be playable in the game. So that's fun. Um, I finally got my hard drive to start working, so my animation reviews will finally begin once again. But you can find all of that stuff over at Snarky Sean, where I retweet myself from the Marvel Report on occasion. Um, let's see, what else do I do? I've got this podcast. I have Geekishly Toku Podcast, which is my everything geek and toku podcast. So Power Rangers, Super Sentai, Kamen Rider, and then all the DC shows that I don't talk about here, um, and anything else I feel like talking about over there. Indefinite hiatus for the time being because of technological issues. And, I mean... I've been teasing it for so long, I might as well just announce it here. I will be having a Psych Rewatch podcast, which we're currently creating a backlog at the moment. So we're just finishing up season one right now, and that should be out uh, sometime after Comic-Con, I want to say. So that is Delicious Flavor, a Psych Rewatch podcast. Can't find us anywhere at the moment except for Twitter, which I can't remember the Twitter name off the top of my head because it's something weird. But, yeah, I'm covering two of my favorite shows, and uh, we'll see where it goes from there. Awesome. And, uh, yes, if you guys are psych fans, be be sure to check that out. I mean, we just got some pretty big news for the movie that's coming out in December. I saw Zach Levi. Yeah. A certain guy with a computer for a brain, which I hope. It's the Psych Chuck crossover I've always wanted. <laughs> it probably won't be, but you know what? I saw the I, video. I can dream. I saw the video. His hair looks ridiculous, but uh, it should be entertaining. <laughs> can't wait. I can't wait. But, uh, but yeah, guys, and then you can find me, Chris King, uh, on Twitter, at CKinger13. Uh, I got the two episodes of iZombie left to review this season. Um, and really, uh, aside from that, not too much going on. It's going to be uh, a busy kind of next week for me because my, my brother's getting married next Saturday. And so, and it's congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, it's going to be cool. It's a destination wedding, but we fly out at like 6 a.m. next Wednesday and I'm going to be in St. Thomas. So I'm going to be like, trying to juggle stuff while also trying to be a groomsman and like be a participant. So it'll be a, it'll be an interesting time, but uh, it's going to be, it's going to be fun doing it from a really nice location. Um, so yeah, uh, you can check out all and anything I post there. Um, and, uh, and that's gonna, that's gonna about do it. Uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter at iZombie radio, also Facebook iZombie radio, um, and then, as we mentioned at the start, as you try to mention every week, we are a part of the DCTV Podcast Network. You can follow the network on Twitter um, at DCTV Podcast. Subscribe to the Mega Feed, which will have all the shows, which include the Legends of Tomorrow Podcast, Flash Podcast, Supergirl Radio, 
the upcoming Titans and Black Lightning and Krypton podcasts. Quiver, Quiver Gotham, all that good stuff. I hope I'm not forgetting any. And uh, yeah, but if you're you're forgetting two, okay, DC well, TV classics and DC films. Yes, there we uh, go. Uh, no disrespect to them. I'm, I guess I was focusing on the the shows on now. There's a uh, we have a lot of podcasts. That's that's all we can say. <laughs> yeah, I was about I was about to say yeah. If you're uh, if you're a DC fan in any way, shape, or form, you're gonna want, be wanting to uh, to be eh, going to be wanting to follow all these podcasts. So yeah, that's going to do it for us this week, guys. Thank you as always for listening. We always really appreciate your support. Um, if you get the chance, give us a, give us a, a re- review and a rating on iTunes that helps us out a ton. And if you, uh, if you have any friends that are slowly getting into iZombie, you know, point them in the direction of our podcast. We, I just got a, uh, a friend of mine who lives down in Florida into the show um, he's like midway through season two, and we did do the season one and two rewatch when we first started the show. So um, even if they're not up to date, they can still uh, find us and listen to us, and uh, you know, become a new fan. We we uh, we would always appreciate that. So uh, thanks again, guys. Hope you have a good one, and we will see you next time. <laughs>